0: Tanya for the 21st of Tamil's the first of story. The Mittler Eber once became very ill. And after a few days, his mother, Reverend Sterna, came to her husband, Alter Eber, the father of the Mittler Eber, the author of the Tanya, and told the Alter Rebbe, um, Your son is ill and you're not even visiting him. She was concerned about him, and the Alter Rebbe hadn't yet visited his son. And so he said, he's, Go visit him. So Alter Rebbe went to the, to his son and he said, how come you don't have any mercy on your mother? The explanation is coming. And the Mitrebbe had barely any any energy, but he said, he asked when. And the con- the context of the story was, he had heard a maima from the Altarebbe, but he hadn't yet heard the answer for the, the explanation of the maimah. And he was waiting, and while he was waiting, the, the disappointment of not understanding the was was affecting his health. And so the Alter Eber knew the reason why the Mittler Eber wasn't feeling well. So there was no reason to visit him, but so he, he knew the answer. He, but when he realized that he's getting Mittler was getting everyone, everyone worried, he said, "Okay, don't worry, the answer's coming." A second question, a second story. And this is a, this is a rather famous story. The Alter Eber once heard in the Mittler Eber's house the sound of a baby crying. The Mittler Eber was deeply involved in in meditation, and the the Alter Eber told the Mittler Eber he said why don't you learn from me when i'm doing even the deepest meditations i can still see, still hear the sound of a fly's wing hitting the wall which is deep on many levels the tanya so far we explained the difference between the power that's given to a godly soul and the power that goes to everything even the highest of angels highest of everything all comes from shema like Kim. but the soul the godly soul gets its energy from Yudke Vavke, the four letter name of God. And now what we're going to explain is the anatomy of the of the soul and how we see, firstly, how it works within God, and then how we see it working within the godly soul, thereby showing us the the you know an expression of God's spheres in the in the actual in the actual operation of the person the person's psyche. Important to note, and we're going to mention this as in, in here. But Yud Kevavke, God's four-letter name, is when broken apart, the tenth spheres With that introduction in mind, we're going to move rather quickly. It's a very, it is much deeper than I'm going to explain, but it's a very long. We have to go through it to make it within times The time. To explain this, to explain the the four-letter name of God Yud Kevavke, and to understand how it's. A, an expression of the spheres. It's a statement from um Eliohanov Elyon he told us in the Zay like this. You have ten garments. Oh, you you drew down ten garments, you put in Lahoin Asasphere, and you call them the ten spheres. Lan in order to, to conduct the um Concealed worlds. And God's wisdom, He's God's wise, but not with a wise that's understandable by us. And God has understanding, but it's not an understanding that we can relate to. And here comes the principle all 10 spheres are included within their source of Yudkevavke. And what we understand of these things, of course, are not a true representation of what's really going on. Again, Hashem has spheres. We understand the spheres, ches, kindness, and, and the intellectual spheres of wisdom and understanding, but the way, wisdom and understanding we understand is nothing to do with what God, wisdom and understanding is. But in order to understand a little bit, we, we project outwards as much as we can. Ki yud, and now we're going to go through explaining how the letter Yud, and the He, and then Vav, and then He have within it the ten spheres, the ten um, these 10 levels. Chachma represents a flash of inspiration, a flash of wisdom, let's call it. It has no shape. It's a person saying, I know how to build a rocket. And you ask him how, and he just says, I have no idea because it hasn't yet been expanded. And what does that represent? It represents a dot. The altar has a bracket. If you notice that in the script, in the Torah, the way a yud is, uh, um is written, it's not just a little line or a little dot, it actually has a little, it, it has a little bit of space in it, there's a, like a kind of dot with like a, a pointy, sharp thing pointing upwards. That represents, Kessah, that represents Ratsan. will is higher than wisdom. Don't know the the, the the, the time to explain it. A yud in its purest form is a dot. Expanded outwards, if you stretch a yud, you know, um, on its on its um, horizontal and on its vertical, you'll make dollar uh, of the of the hay, and the hay is that has a, a little extra space, a little extra real estate as well. But the point is, the hay is, and you would expand it essentially. What does that mean? It means when you take a little flash of inspirational wisdom, saying "I know how to build a rock," and then you say, "Well, how do I build it?" And you start throwing ideas against and back and forth and back and forth, expanding the idea and drawing down the idea. That makes it into a hay. That's a bin and afterwards, now, the wisdom is only going inside, inside a person's brain. No one yet can open up a person's, a person's brain and say, well, now I understand how the person works and operates. No. It's all within the person. It's hidden within the person. The person wants to reveal it. Now they need to come to the second half of Hashem's name. So Yud and He is the concealed part of Hashem's name. Vav and Hey, the second half, is the revealed part of, of Hashem's name. How do a person reveal it? Step number one, it comes into an emotional spectrum. Kiyav, and, and, and which is Vav and, Kiyav, Vav, Maria, and, and Mata, The The Vav represents the drawing down. When you have intellectual ideas and then you want to actually draw it down to something practical, something into a, a real feeling. The, the person has intellectual um, feeling about it. He wants to be, he understands how to build a rocket. And then he um, thinks intellectually on how to actually build it. And then he says, well, now I want to actually feel the emotions of the actual building when it comes into actual practical it says well now i need to feel emotions about this rocket whether it's fear of of the rocket blowing up or love towards the project or an expansion of 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 ex- being able to explain it downwards to someone else and breaking down the idea in his own head in order to bring it to the other person whatever the whatever the ramifications of the wisdom are that's the above the VOV is drawing down that wisdom into actual practical into actual practical applications the Vav represents six of the emotional spectrums, but not Malchus. Malchus is not included within it. Malchus represents speech, which is the, the final hay. And as you notice, there's two hays. The first hay represents the expansion of intelligence within the person's brain in a private, in a hidden way, let's call it, drawing out the Yud, of flash of inspirational wisdom. I'm, I apologize, I'm going very quickly through this. The second, he represents speech. And speech has five locations of where speech actually um, comes from. Hey is malchus, speech is kingship, the final of the spheres, and kipenimi So There's five locations of where the where speech originates, whether it's the, the teeth or the lips, or the throat, or the 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 guttural location, all the different locations, the five different locations represent different um, interruptions of the pure sound, as we're going to say in in a in a moment, and make actual speech. So twenty two letters could all be divided into five different categories. And another way where you see that hey represents speeches, the hey is also the most pure sound. When you have a b", all it really is is a hey, but interrupted by the lips movement against each other. If you're sh, you have the teeth and the tongue operating and modifying the pure sound of the hey. So if you want to talk about speech, really, if you want to get to the crux of it, hey, the letter hey, her is actually the purest of the sounds. Again, hey, are the last you'd hey, and then a vava, and then a hey, the final hey represents speech. Now we just use the 10 serious, and we broke them in and down into Hashem's name. you hey, and then above and hey. Now, we're, what are we essentially doing? We're projecting ourselves and our own understanding of, of what ev- anything in life is wisdom and knowledge and, and emotional spectrum and speech and action and all that. And we project it onto God, and God, of course, is beyond that in every capability. When we can't just say, well, God is like us, God is not us in the slightest. Nonetheless, in order for us to understand anything, we have to talk in human language. God does not have human form. We can't say God spoke. Makes no sense in a real way. We use it in the Torah for us to understand. The Torah speaks in language immense for us to understand as much as we can. But of course, we need to always remember it's not actually speech like our speech, and it's nothing we can even understand. God's wisdom, as we said in Eliyahu said in the God's understanding is not like our understanding. So, nonetheless, God's speech consists of twenty-two letters, and this speech is what everything is created from. Like we mentioned in the in the second in the in the second, in the second in the second book of the Tanya, so we don't understand what God's speech is. But in order for us to understand whatever we can understand, we have to we have to use human language. That's as all of this applies within God. Now, how does this all apply within ourselves? Because remember, we're trying to explain how the godly soul comes from Yud kevav comes from Hashem's name. Okay, so how do we see in the godly soul in our own behavior this type of um, um, Yud-Hei yud, and then Vav-Hei relationship? So too, with millions and billions of degrees distant, unlimited the distance in the human in the, in the soul of a human. She begins the kiss to, to be taken And it's a godly soul which is blown in by God himself. As we mentioned yesterday, great very different from Shemalakim, which comes from speech, it comes from blowing, which is much deeper and much more impactful. Yes, good. We also have this hidden inside of ourselves, and we have the ability to understand God's greatness. Remember, the godly soul only has, only has one objective its objective is to connect to God, as we mentioned in the first book of the Tanya. The godly soul is just the tool of a, 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 a passion a passionate tool that just wants to connect to god so how does it connect to god it thinks about god and because it's a godly soul and its only operation is to come closer to god it wants to think about god in a level in, uh, based on its capabilities and, the, and its abilities and again wants to expand this idea that hey the you is the wisdom and the desire of the godly soul to, to understand god Hay is breaking it apart and and um, stretching it out into its width and to its depth and in the hay of the godly soul is also the drawing down Hay has a downward spiral a downwards line not just a, a horizontal line which is a, desire of the godly soul to bring this knowledge down into a practical like the, the godly, says say, god, godly soul has objective connected to god it says i need to understand an idea and it's not just enough for me to understand i need to bring it down to love and fear love and fear is still concealed and hidden within a person you don't look at it and say well he has love and fear unless he expresses it but if he could have love and fear and you have no idea because it's hidden that's the down, downwards um, um, line within the Hey itself. And that's when a person says, okay, now I want to make it a one. Now I actually want to behave my life, says the godly soul within the person. In the Vav Hey, the final two letters of the, per- of the god's name where a person says, I want to reveal this godly energy. I want to express it. And he wants to do things about it. He wants to talk about um, um Torah, he wants to do And also thinking about God and connecting through the Torah is the Torah comes comes from and that's the Yud. So for the godly soul, in summary, very simply the godly soul, yesterday we talked about the, the idea that godly souls comes from God's fallen and Yud hey, and then above a Hay. Today's Tanya is actually just breaking it up. It's very long and involved, and I rushed through it very quickly, but that. Summary of it all is if you look in the godly soul's operation, its mode of contact, you'll see the yud, the hay, and the Bav and the hay operating in full blown capacity, enabling the godly soul to express itself. And it's no surprise when we say, okay, the godly soul of the Jew comes from you, came because you literally see it in the actions and the, the desires and the will of the godly soul. Thank you so much for joining us. You never know, and then announce the news for us. Let me have a wonderful and very successful day. Thank you so much for joining.